Hello, and welcome to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast for the week commencing the 4th of September, 2023. In InfoSec news this week, Cisco has been warning of a zero-day vulnerability in its Cisco Adaptive Security Appliance, or ASA, and Cisco Firepower Threat Defense, or FTD, which is being actively exploited by ransomware operations to gain initial access to corporate networks. The medium-severity zero-day vulnerability impacts specifically the VPN feature of Cisco ASA and Cisco FTD, allowing unauthorized remote attackers to conduct brute force attacks against existing accounts. By accessing these accounts, the attackers can then establish a clientless SSL VPN session in the breached organization's network, which can therefore have varying repercussions depending on the victim's network configuration. Last month, reporting by Bleeping Computer pointed out that the Akira ransomware gang was breaching corporate networks almost exclusively through Cisco VPN devices, with cybersecurity firm Sentinel-1 speculating that it may be through an unknown vulnerability. One week later, according to Rapid7, the Lockbit ransomware operation also exploited an undocumented security problem in Cisco VPN devices in addition to Akira. However, the exact nature of the problem remained unclear. At the time, Cisco released an advisory warning that the breaches were conducted by brute-forcing credentials on devices without MFA configured. However, this week, Cisco has since confirmed the existence of a zero-day vulnerability, which has been used by these ransomware gangs and provided workarounds as an interim security bulletin. However, security updates for the impacted products are not yet available at the time of recording. This flaw is caused by improperly separating the AAA functions and other software features, leading to scenarios where an attacker can send authentication requests to the web service interface to impact or compromise authorization components. Since these requests have no limitation, the attacker can brute force credentials using countless username and password combinations without being rate limited or blocked for abuse. Cisco will release a security update to address this CVE, but until fixes are made available, they have released a set of mitigation actions for system administrators as part of this release. Threat actors associated with North Korea are continuing to target the cybersecurity community using a zero-day bug in an unspecified software over the past several weeks in order to infiltrate their machines. The findings come from Google's Threat Analysis Group, or TAG, which found the adversary setting up fake accounts on social media platforms, such as Twitter and Mastodon, in order to forge relationships with potential targets and build trust. To quote the report, in one case, they carried on a months-long conversation, attempting to collaborate with a security researcher on topics of mutual interest. According to two researchers familiar, after initial contact via Twitter, they moved to an encrypted messaging app such as Signal, WhatsApp or Wire. The social engineering exercise ultimately paved the way for a malicious file containing at least one zero-day in a popular software package. The vulnerability is currently in the process of being fixed. The payload performs a number of anti-VM checks and transmits the collected information along with a screenshot back to an attacker-controlled server. This is of course not the first time North Korean actors have leveraged collaboration-themed lures in order to infect victims. Back in July this year, GitHub disclosed details of an NPM campaign in which adversaries tracked as Trader Traitor, also known as Jade Sleet, use fake personas in order to target the cybersecurity sector. Quote, after establishing contact with the target, the threat actor invites the target to collaborate on a GitHub repository and convinces the target to clone and execute its contents. Google Tag have also claimed to have found standalone Windows tools named GetSymbol developed by the attackers hosted on GitHub as a potential secondary infection vector. This has been forked 23 times to date, and the rigged software, published on the code hosting service way back in September last year, updated several times before it was taken down, 
offers a means to, quote, download debugging symbols from Microsoft, Google, Mozilla, and Citrix symbol servers for reverse engineers, but it also comes with the ability to download and execute arbitrary code from a external C2 domain. An updated version of a malware loader known as Blister is being used as part of the SOC Ghoulish infection chain to distribute an open source command and control framework known as Mythic. Quote, the new Blister update includes keying features which allow for precise targeting of victim networks and lowering exposure within a VM environment, according to a report issued by researchers at Elastic Security Labs. Blister was first uncovered by the company back in December 2021, acting as a conduit to distribute Cobalt Strike and Bitrap payloads on compromised systems. The use of the malware alongside Sock Ghoulish, which is also called Fake Updates, a JavaScript-based downloader malware, to deliver Mythic was previously disclosed by Palo Alto back in July this year. In these attacks, Blister is embedded within a legitimate VLC media player library in an attempt to get around security software and infiltrate victim environments. Both Sock Ghoulish and Blister have been used in tandem as part of several campaigns, with the latter primarily used as a second-stage loader in order to distribute Cobalt Strike and Lockbit, as evidenced by Red Canary and Trend Micro reporting back in early 2022. A closer analysis of the malware shows that it is being actively maintained, with the authors incorporating a slew of new techniques in order to fly under the radar and complicate analysis. Thank you very much for listening to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast. Please don't hesitate to contact us should you wish to discuss any of the items outlined here. And thank you very much for listening.